back to Good Life Podcast. My name is Judith Brios and this is The Goodness Club. I created The Goodness Club in order to share nutritional information, health information, but also to share um, raw conversations and have raw conversations, better to say, um, about my life, about things that I've been through, about topics that I would like to, oh, sorry about that, like to talk about just because Instagram was getting a little bit, um, it just, it wasn't feeling authentic to me and it was feeling like a lot of just perfection, I guess, from other people or I just got tired. Um, long story short, COVID and, and quarantine really put a lot of perspective into my life and things that I wanted to accomplish and things that really didn't, I didn't really care for anymore. And, um, I just, I was, I guess, craving honest conversations and just be more authentic in my life and show up more authentically, like to myself. And I feel like Instagram wasn't, was not an outlet for that. Although I never put up a persona of myself on Instagram or anything like that, I still felt like I wanted to share more personal things and have more serious talks and... I couldn't do that on Instagram. Like, I just feel weird doing it on stories. And I I wouldn't want to do it on YouTube either because that was kind of weird just to be, like, in front of a camera and talking about, like, serious things. Like, I didn't feel comfortable doing that. And then I thought about... I've always wanted to be a holistic nutritionist. And then I have all these topics that I want to talk about. And then that's what led me to opening up this podcast, Goodness Club. So there's an Instagram for it. If you want to go follow it as well, I share nutritional information and mental health topics. Um, That's what this podcast is about. Me and my husband are trying to do a segment now where we talk about a couple things that are very uncomfortable to talk about. And I have a few out with him. There's a Q&A with him and there's another one of the important, the important, the the importance, sorry about that, of vulnerability in a relationship. So we spoke a little bit about that. Our next one is probably going to be something alongst those lines, but we also have to put up the episode of how we got together because we still haven't put that up. I just, there's a lot of important information or like important talks that I, that are resonating with us more and that we want to talk about more than to sit down and just like yet again, explain how we met and stuff like that which is it is a fun topic but we just haven't been really in the mood to share it but yeah this is what this this if you hear anything in the background it's my dog rover just making sure he's okay okay so yeah guys welcome i've done some nutritional episodes for season two and if you guys want to know anything about nutrition just let me know i am personally thinking about doing one for diabetes, the the importance of vitamin C, the importance of B vitamins and stuff like that. You you get the gist, right? Like those how my nutritional episodes sound like. Before we start today's episode, first let me do a little recap about my week, about what's going on in my life right now, just to have you guys in the loop. It is Wednesday the 19th and I started packing for moving day. So my house, well, my apartment right now is kind of, it's not really that much of a mess, but there's like no home decor up. I've packed the home decor. I have been selling a lot of furniture. I changed my counter stools. I got a new mirror for the apartment. I still haven't gotten a dining table just because I want to get to the new apartment first and I don't want it to arrive 
and I don't have like the address to put it to still, so I don't even know where to send it to if I were to order it. We got rid of our nightstands. I've been organizing. It literally is just trying to make the move as easy and, and as fast as possible for when it comes. By the way, I told myself that whenever I was going to move or whenever whenever I was going to buy furniture again, it was going to be all secondhand because I see how um, that brings like a, a like character into an apartment. It brings like a sense of uniqueness. It gives you pieces that are just special because they're obviously secondhand. They're passed down. There's not they are not something that you see all the time and it may be similar to something that is trend is trending but it's not entirely the same right so i love shopping secondhand also because the bargain like it's just really nice unique pieces or maybe even pieces from cb2 crate and barrel west elm or whatever and they're just cheaper and i found my cb2 counter stools in the offer up app the offer up app i'm gonna I'm going to answer this here overall because I get so many questions on Instagram about where it is that I shop secondhand and how it is that I find all these amazing pieces and what it is that I do, right? Because that they go to the app and they don't see anything and what it is that I search up for to find these great finds. So uh, first, I'm going to answer my coffee table question. My coffee table is a travertine, original travertine table from Italy. It's one of those tables that cost like $4,000 in dibs.com, in first dibs. And I got it for $250 because the guy was selling it. He didn't want it anymore. And I found it on the OfferUp app. So the OfferUp app is like Facebook market. But I don't know, I don't, I don't usually find much stuff in the Facebook market. And I don't know why, I just don't, I don't, it doesn't pull me in. Like, I don't like Facebook market. I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know why. I like OfferUp app. It is a little bit more sketchy because there's like we, really weird things on there. And sometimes it just gets bombarded with like cars and like mattresses and people would post the same damn thing like 20 times in a row and it's all you can see for a really long time um, while you're scrolling down but I don't know I love the offer up app it's the only place that I've been able to sell my things that I've been able to find great finds so like I said, my coffee table was, my Travertine Italian coffee table is from there. I got it for 250 bucks. My CBT, my new counter stools that are from CB2, they are 400, almost $500 each. I'm going to say this, each. And I got them for $400, both of them. So I sold my um, counter stools, the three brown ones that I had, I sold them all three for 400 and then I literally just purchased these for 400 so when I shop for my home what I do is that I sell as much as I can I just start selling and I buy the next thing either at lower price or for the same price so I'm not really ever spending more on my home when I'm changing it up I'm literally just exchanging it with other pieces because it's the same amount of money if you get the gist if you get what I'm trying to say like I don't I don't like spending more than I have to and I don't like um, buying to buy. Like if I want to buy something, I have to get rid of something in the in the home, obviously. I also found, I also got a lot of questions about the new 
I don't know if it's called a dresser, but it's like this, it's like a, it's a little tiny dresser. It's antique, it's vintage, is super, like, you have to be really careful with it because it's, it's so vintage that it can break. It's so beautiful. I'm in love with this piece and I just needed it because I've been searching for something like it for so, so, so long. And I've seen so many pictures on like Amber Interiors and like a lot of interior design websites and a lot of bedroom pictures on Pinterest where they have like this beautiful little antique tiny dresser in like a corner of a room with like a gold mirror on top. I don't know if you get, if you get my gist, but I found it and I was like, I jumped on it that same exact day. I told the lady, I'm going to go get it. Where is it? Let me know. And she gave me the address and like five minutes later, no, not five, like 10 minutes later, I was there. It was like 10 minutes away from me. And she was like, you came so fast. I'm like, I love, 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 love this piece. I need this piece. And it was 250 and those pieces easily go for I'm going to say like a thousand, not, not even like these pieces are so expensive and get, get this, like it's vintage, it's antique. It's one of those things that you find, man, like I'm like super lucky when it comes to getting really good pieces. I'm just going to say that, but I'm also like always on the lookout. Like I'm refreshing the offer up app every freaking five minutes. I'm on it. I'm researching Crate and Bearer, West Elm, CB2. So that's, those are the things that I put. I put the words vintage, antique all separate. I never put them at the same time, but I put like vintage and then I'll put antique and then I'll put CB2 and then West Elm and then Crate and Barrow and then restoration hardware, wooden tables, um, counter stools, um, wicker counter stools and like bar stools. Like I just search up the thing that I, that I want, right? Like, I don't know you guys, somebody asked me how it is, what it is that I do, what it is that I write when I'm searching for things. And I just literally write the word, like, I don't know. And I also search by the name of brands. Like I said, like put CB2 and then see what people are selling from the CB2 store. Um, but yeah, I wanted to share that. Let's take a break from the episode to talk about one of my favorite brands, Sakara. Sakara is a plant-based meal delivery service that focuses on plant-based organic meals already ready to eat. You don't have to worry about heating them up or cooking them. They are fresh. They also carry super powders, water drops, vitamins, probiotics, functional chocolates, wellness teas, supplements. Sakara is an amazing way and tool to start eating plant-based and to see how healthy eating really looks like. I recommend Sakara to my clients all the time. It is a good base to start off and kind of get an idea of what your meals are supposed to look like and how healthy eating actually tastes. I personally love Sakara. I've done the five-day program meal service as well as I have their super powder metabolism powder their chlorophyll and beauty drops I have their probiotics I've tasted all the functional chocolates that let me tell you they are so good I've also tried their supplements 
vitamins if you are really into eating healthy and eating plant-based or you just want to dip your toe into what plant-based eating looks like i highly recommend trying sakara they're delicious ready-to-eat meals just use my code exojudith for 20% off your first order. You're not gonna regret getting these meals. If you wanna see how the meals look, go over on my Instagram. I have reels where I posted the meals that I got from Sakara, so you can get a better look at what they look like. Trust me, you will love them. So again, XO Judith for 20% off your first order. And now back to the episode. We are getting a little bit better with Rover. We've been sleeping. I've been sleeping a lot better. Alfredo has always struggled with sleep. So I guess it's like the same for him. Like he hasn't been sleeping still as much. But I've been sleeping a lot better. I wake up now at 5 a.m. every single day. Just because that's when I have to take him out. And then after that I can't really go back to sleep. Because I feel like I've already gotten like a good enough amount of sleep. So I stay up until... Well, I stay up from 5 a.m. I'm up. And... I've just been studying all that time. I take like 5 to 9 a.m. to kind of do my morning routine and to study. And I still haven't gotten it packed, like down to the to the T. I'm still working on my morning routine just because sometimes Rover, as soon as I leave his sight, he like starts crying and barking. And I'm trying not to get Alfredo to wake up because it's his, it's his turn to sleep. So then I'm like restrained to just being in the living room area just in order for him to not bark or, or cry. And if I do live like when I have to brush my teeth and when I have to use the bathroom, I have to wait for him to go to sleep in order for me to go and do things outside of the living room area. So I still haven't been able to incorporate incorporate my runs in the morning I really miss them I was able to go running one time I think two days ago and it felt so freeing I really needed it it was like it's just the way that I de-stress and I just love the way that I feel when I run right it's like endorphins it gives you energy um I'm working out so I just miss my runs in the morning but today in the morning I took Rover to the park and we played fetch and we kind of walked around the park for a little bit we did that for like 20 minutes which I can't wait until he gets bigger just so well he's pretty good at walking next to me but he still like crosses my path sometimes and it's a little bit like not easy to walk with him but yeah we're getting there he's getting there he's a lot he's able to be outside without a leash now so that's great he he's a really good dog but apart from that I've been doing my morning routine, so I've been doing like 10 minutes of meditation, I've been doing Pilates, and something that I incorporated new for for 2022 is the power of words and the power of your voice and speaking things into existence, and I just like the whole science behind that, that whatever you think and say comes true. Um, so what I'm really focusing in is on the mornings is verbal affirmations. So I would like take some time before my meditation or after my meditation and I kind of like say things that I want to be or that I want to accomplish or things that are flowing in my life and things like that. And something that I want to do is that I, I want to write it down because I want to have a compact, solid verbal affirmation in the morning because sometimes I forget certain things and sometimes like I have to stop because I forget 
what else it is that I want to manifest in my life or things that I want to be feeling or doing. Um, so yeah, I still have to write that down. I've always felt since very young, like such a powerful connection with words and just speaking things into existence. And I'm, I'm finally going to do that. Like I'm going to just be verbal about my life and say things about my life in the morning and things about myself and just repeatedly saying it every single morning to see how that affects me, how that affects my mental health, how that affects, you know, the outcome of my day. And uh, I'm really excited about it because sometimes you have a picture of yourself or what you want to be or what you're or what you want your life to look like and all of that. And you might write it down. You might set some goals. You might accomplish it even. And I know I did, you know, like I, I just thought of this person, this woman that I wanted to be and what she looked like and where she lived and how she lived and what kind of clothes she wore and what kind of furniture she had and what kind of pictures she took and the way that she went about her day. Like this is everything that I have manifested already into my reality. I became her. I am her already. Um, but there are still certain ways that I would like to feel sometimes like maybe like going through my day with a lot more grace and a lot more um, like not stress. I don't know the uh, the opposite of peace I guess the opposite of stress would be like peace so like I'm trying to speak those things into existence and then when you speak them obviously I'm saying them every single morning as well so maybe it's easier not to forget you know because you can write things down and then kind of forget about them if you're not that um what's that called like focused on it you might write it down it might be something that you really want but then you know, if you write it down and put it somewhere, you might forget about it. You just might, right? It's not a, po- it's a possibility, but I want this to really be something that changes. So I'm focused on verbally saying these affirmations every single morning before, or after my meditation, personal goals. I, I have here like so many papers because I just took out a whole bunch of printing paper and whatever it is that I thought I just started writing it down. Um, I wish there was like an organizer that I can buy that was just like the ultimate organizer that works to my every need. But I just have a whole bunch of computer paper like lying on the floor right now. And one says personal goals. And so one of my personal goals is I'm pretty good about about nourishing myself and all of that, right? But one thing that I do struggle with sometimes it's not it's not even all the times but I really do want to conquer it already because I don't want it to be happening it's some happening sometimes even I just want it to be eliminated from my lifestyle from who I am as a person from from any kind of power in my life like I don't want it in my life anymore and it's the the boredom eating after 6 p.m so let's take a quick break from the episode to talk about one of my favorite brands moon juice Boonju sells skincare, collagen, protein, supplements, adaptogens, snacks, overnight oats. I just love everything that Moonju has to offer. I literally buy everything that they have on the site. There's nothing that can go wrong. All of their products are amazing. I personally love every single one of their adaptogens. I love their magnesium powder that I drink every morning just to help me relax and stay peaceful throughout my day. But what I love buying from them most of all and what they're known for is for their adaptogens. 
Adaptogens are herbs that aid our bodies in reacting to or recovering from both short and long-term physical or mental stress. Some also boost immunity and overall well-being. Research shows that adaptogens can combat fatigue, enhance mental performance, ease depression and anxiety, and help you thrive rather than just muddle through. They work at a molecular level by regulating a stable balance in the hypothalamic, pituitary, and adrenal glands. These are involved in the stress response. They work by hacking the stress response in our body and helping us feel the most at ease and helps us with our mood, with our fatigue. It's just amazing herbs to include into our daily lives. And I know that I use ashwagandha, cacao, maca, shisandra. There's so many herbs that you can drink for also beauty. And I just love all of the ones that Moonjuice has to offer. They are a daily thing for me and I would love to share them with you guys. You have to try these. If you want 15% off from Moonjuice, use my code JudithLReels15 and you'll get 15% off your entire order. Now, back to the episode. Having to become a holistic nutritionist, which I've said before, and I'm reading this book, um, this workbook that is how to work with clients and stuff like that, and how to get them motivated, and how to set, how to have them set goals, and how to change their behavior, right? So I took the principle, the, the steps of how to work with a client and I'm applying it to myself in order to try and eliminate the boredom eating after 6 p.m. But like I said, I do not do this every single time. I am very aware that I do this. I do it sometimes. I would probably say I do it five days a month, but I don't want, because sometimes I do let food overtake like when I'm bored, when I'm stressed, when I'm angry, when I'm anxious, Um, It's just something that I know that I go to sometimes when I want something to do and I just don't want food to have any kind of power in my life like that. It's a a source of nourishment, but I don't want to have it ever as something that I do in order to escape my, my feelings, my problems, or in order to do something with myself, right? Because sometimes you don't even know what to do and then you go to the kitchen and you just go eat. And I don't want to do that anymore, not even the five days out of the month. So I'm really trying to eliminate that. So then what I did is I set up little personal goals, which was my morning routine that I just mentioned. And I put under don't don't boredom after 6 p.m. I put things that I can do, like I'll Pinterest, make a downloadable PDF for Goodness Club. So just get busy and basically work for Goodness Club. Um, make outfits in my head or like on Pinterest and go to my closet and just start making outfits for either reels or like inspo or just to dress myself like that for the next week and look for trending videos on on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. So this is really creative content creator based since this is my life. This is what I do. This is my work. Um... It's just more towards the aspect of being creative and making something, right? Because if I am bored and I'm eating after 6 p.m., I I know that I get a sense of like grounding, like food grounds you, so it makes you heavier. And it just gives you that, that, that instant gratification of eating. You know, you're happy at the moment you're doing it. 
and I know that I get super happy and and I feel very grounded when I create stuff. I know that I have the same outcome of of how I feel after I create things and without the guilt of like eating out of boredom, right? I have the same feeling when I create things. So that's what my little bullet point under don't boredom eat after 6 p.m. Those little goals, those little things that I can do instead are going to give me the same satisfaction and without the guilt of I'm eating because I'm bored, right? So those are things that I can do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, one second. Literally did not put on put down that toy. <laughs> okay, so then basically 2022 is just a year when I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to do this while working, while growing my businesses. I'm going to stay present while I do this. I'm going to have growth transformation. I'm going to be carefree while doing this. I'm, there's no stressing in 2022. And the whole point, the whole kind of subject of 2022 is don't take life so seriously so literally this is what i'm focusing on in 2022 growing my business growing myself transforming living my best life doing it in a carefree way remembering to have fun being present and all while knowing that life is not serious right like do what you want do what you can and if you don't accomplish something it's fine, right? So that is the that is the title of chapter 2022 for me. Live your your healthiest best life still and then do so while knowing that life is not serious, right? Don't take life too seriously. Be carefree about it. Remember to have fun and try to loosen up a bit. It's not that serious. So I did this meditation one day and I thought it was the most amazing meditation that I've done so far and I've done quite a few and it's from Tasha Franken and it's in her app under meditations and it's I think one that is called my best self or something like that. Guys, this meditation was insane. I enjoyed it so much and it was honestly what led me to the whole... At, like um verbal affirmations to to do that in every morning and it just I don't really know how to explain it but I have a page here that says imagine my best self and I wrote a little paragraph about the person that I saw in my meditation so you have to do this meditation basically you sit down with yourself you go down into like this beautiful grass field and then there's like this light that comes towards you and then that light ends up being the best version of yourself and then how do you see her like you I automatically saw the best version of me and I saw how she looked like how I look like and I can immediately see the carefree the lightness the gentleness of her aura of her of her skin how everything right like I saw the best my best self and I did I wrote it down like I wrote exactly what I saw in her and I wrote it down and then I have it on a page a page that says my best self and it was such a transformative meditation because sometimes maybe you are we are subconscious about the person that we want to be or or we think that we will never be able to be this person like we will never 
be able to be so carefree or be able to be like this healthy person or whatever it is like something that's out of reach to you that you feel like it's out of reach and that you see it in other people and you kind of get envious when you see it in other people but you think that it it would never be you that can never be you and then just entering this meditation and then seeing yourself show up as that is like I'm I know that I can be that and I know that I am her and I know that it's gonna take me a while to be her but I am her already right so I wrote down like everything that I saw within myself in that meditation, which was so transforming, transformative. And then I did like some goals to get to that, right? And then uh, I made a goal for the career aspect of my life, which is creative director. I made goals that I want to accomplish for that field. Then I made goals that I want to accomplish for my other career, which is holistic nutritionist. And then I made goals as to how many things I want to put up on, let's say, like video-wise, like daily vlogs and cooking recipes and outfit recipes and inspirational um, videos and stuff like that because I I, I want to put out content, right? I want to express... First of all, I have so much fun creating content. It's one thing that I know brings me an immense amount of joy in my life. And I feel like when I don't do that, my life is out of balance because I guess I'm not expressing myself creatively as I as I enjoy to and it's just a way of like expressing myself right so if I don't express myself in in these ways I do feel like I need to do it like I'm I'm missing it like um it's a source of outlet for me and I want to remember to keep doing these things so that's part of my goals and my reminder to keep going so I did a little page where I wrote my motivation basically so it's like a reminder to myself as to why I'm doing what I'm doing and I think this should be so important to have I had it on my fridge for the longest time I was taking it out of my fridge because obviously I'm moving so I'm packing everything but I have it here and I think I recommend doing this so much because sometimes you're like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, what is the whole point of this? What is the whole point of life? What is the whole point of me showing up on Instagram or showing up on social media and sharing what I'm sharing? Like, what is the freaking point, right? Like, it feels so meaningless sometimes. So yeah, I have here a reminder of why it is that I keep going. And I thought it was really beautifully said. And I'm not going to share it because, um, I don't know, I just don't want to share it. It's like putting me on the spot, but... I recommend every anyone do this um, just in case for their bad days, for their low days when they don't know why they should keep going or they should keep doing what they're doing just to give their life some meaning. And yeah, I have this here and I wanted to share that. Okay, so I've been talking about myself for 34 minutes. I'm sorry about that. I just really wanted to catch you up. I wanted to share what I was doing. I wanted to just really give you the gist of how my life looks like right now and my goals and stuff like that. So to jump right into today's topic, it's about triggers. So what triggers you? What triggers us? How we are triggered? Why we are triggered? And um, the whole this episode came to my mind just because I saw a story one time of a girl posting a picture of herself in a bikini and somebody commented on the picture saying this is so triggering you should put it down 
And then the woman, the girl that posted the picture said, this is just my body and I should be able to post what I want. I'm not trying to trigger anybody, yada, yada. And then basically like a whole bunch of people were like triggered because of this picture. The woman had a very, very beautiful body and all of that. And I just think, I think that nobody should stop posting what they want to post because we might get triggered. Everyone is allowed to post whatever the hell they want and and that's it. If someone is being triggered, it is their problem, not the person posting the picture um, or whatever it is that they're posting. We are triggered because we need to work on something about ourselves or else we wouldn't be triggered. So this whole thing about avoiding triggers and be careful because I might get triggered or don't say that because I might get triggered. It's like you people are like, I believe, expecting everyone to just be careful all the time and take account into everyone's feelings because people might get offended, people might get triggered. And that is just impossible. You cannot live your life always thinking about somebody, whether they're going to get triggered or not. And it's just not realistic, right? We are responsible for our own triggers. We are responsible for the way that we act and we take things and whether we take things personally and how we let things affect us. So if that if that picture triggered that person, that person has a lot of self-worth, self-worth work to do or maybe they have... A hard time with their self-image they're working on their self-image and I'm not saying that you know it shouldn't be taken into consideration or this person is not having a bad time or a hard time all I'm like what I'm saying is triggers are meant to be looked at are meant to be worked on and nobody is supposed to stop you from being triggered you cannot live in a bubble in this world. It's impossible. You are going to be confronted with things that are going to trigger you if you haven't healed or worked on yourself. It's a fact. And if you don't want to get triggered, you like I said, you might as well live in a bubble. And I come from tough love. And if I ever say anything that's very harsh, please do not take it personal. Like I said... I'm just a very tough love kind of person. I'm going to tell you things how they are or how I think them. And they always do come, I promise, from a place of love and from a place of pushing you to be your best self because we shouldn't strive for any less, you know. And if I need to be a mirror sometimes for you to take a good look at yourself and just snap out of it or get your shit together... I will be that person for you, whether you like it or not. Um, but hopefully you're asking <laughs> or you're allowing me to. Obviously, I'm in, if you were my close personal friend, I would never speak up on something without you asking me, right? Like I would never just talk and tell you my opinion without you asking for my opinion. That's one thing that I want to point out. But since you are here, you are in this listening to my podcast, you are in this episode, this is what I, I'm... I am feel like I'm called to talk, not called to talk about, but I'm passionate about right now in this second. I want to talk about this. So this is what I'm going to talk about. Um, and hopefully it speaks to you. If it's for you, if it's not, you know, 
um, just hope, you know, you learn something from it or whatever it is. But yeah, our triggers are, we are triggered by things because we have not healed from something. So if I am getting triggered by somebody's picture of their body and that picture is triggering me, it's because I haven't worked on my self-perception. I haven't worked on my self-worth. I am struggling with body image. I am struggling maybe with an eating habit. Maybe I'm struggling with whatever it is. And this picture of this person's body is triggering me. Now, I do not have any right to tell this person that they are triggering me. That is not my place. This person is allowed to express themselves in whatever way they seem fit and whatever way that they are called to and they can share whatever it is that they want. It is their life and it is not mine. My only responsibility is to learn to be aware of my triggers and to work on them, okay? Because I am not living in a bubble. I am living on earth. I am living by people that are, I'm surrounded by people. I'm surrounded by people with different opinions. They're going to share what they want. And the only responsibility I have is to be self-aware of myself, of my triggers, of, of my traumas, and heal from them in order to show up in the world as authentically as I can and as healed as possible in order to not let anything trigger me, right? Not allow anything to trigger me because there's nothing to trigger me because I am healed. We shouldn't be always telling people to stop posting stuff because we might get triggered, right? That is our responsibility. That is our duty to be aware of what is being triggered in us. For example, Alfredo can say something to me And he can say it in such a way that it might remind me of the way that my mom made me feel. And therefore, I get triggered and I snap. Now, it's not Alfredo's fault, the way that he acted, that triggered me, right? It is my fault for snapping. It is my responsibility. It is not his responsibility to watch his entire vocabulary around me. It is not his responsibility to watch every second of the time or of the day And be careful in the way that he speaks to me because he might trigger me and he might make me feel bad. That is not his responsibility. It is mine. I need to learn what is triggering me. I need to learn why it's being triggered in me. And I need to overcome that, heal from that. Because if not, we're just going to be going through life the entire time getting triggered by people around us, by their actions, by their words, by what they put out and always taking things personal as well. And yeah, I just wanted to talk about that this episode when I saw that post and when I saw that comment and I just think it needed to be addressed that it's not people's responsibility to always be careful with what they share. It is our responsibility to um to choose the way that we act and we respond to things and to be self-aware of our own triggers and to heal from these triggers right triggers are mirrors to ourselves to see what it is that we need to work on and what we need to heal from and triggers are good I whenever I see a trigger in myself I take that as a a learning opportunity into what it is that I need to work on and uh, not for somebody to stop doing it because I'm being triggered or don't do that because I might get mad. And it's not anybody's responsibility 
for the way that you choose to respond to something or if you're being triggered by something um but yeah i just really wanted to address that i really thought it was important to speak about this and yeah just to summarize triggers are our responsibilities we need to heal from them they're like mirrors into things that we need to work on and yeah that's pretty much it i'm gonna stop this episode here if you have a second please rate and review this podcast it would mean so much to me it will help keep this community growing and it's a way to show support to the podcast i love you all thank you for listening all my social channels are linked in the episode notes literally my entire life is linked there and downloadable pdfs that you can have for free that have to do with health and just a whole bunch of content youtube everything literally everything is linked in the episode notes so i hope you have a beautiful friday guys i love you all see you next friday bye